dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Welcome to the only Star Wars podcast full of fantasy, filled with fever dreams. It's the Imperial Senate podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nikki Kumar, and I am joined today by Claire Stribling. What's up, Claire? Man, a lot. I'm so happy that I actually have time to sit down and talk to you guys about well, to you guy, singular, about Star Wars. <laughs> Indeed. Yep. We are Charlie list today, but we shall prevail in our efforts to fight the darkness of not podcasting. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Thank you for joining Imperial Senate Podcast episode. I believe we're calling it 61. Um, so look at Ooh. us getting into the upper six or the lower 60s. <laughs> we're, we're like we a. We are almost a passing grade. Yes. <laughs> almost great weather. Yes, almost great weather. It's We're sweater moving. weather, baby. There we go. And it's better together. Indeed. Um, so yeah, we're you know, we've been enjoying um doing three blurgs and a bounty or Mandalorian show. Um, but you know, we figured it's it's about time we, we do one of the regular ones. You know, talk about some of the some of the happenings. Um, in the Star Wars universe, mostly with what's it called? A little movie called Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. A lot of press tours, a lot of TV spots, uh, featurettes. Um, so we're gonna just talk about a few of those, see where our minds take us, and then you know, call it a day. Get get in late, get out early. That's what it's about. <laughs> uh, so I guess. Did you have anything interesting going on, Claire? I know it was Thanksgiving. Oh, Did yeah. you have a good Thanksgiving? I had a mostly good Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Um, that sounds really bad. Um, <laughs> the week of Thanksgiving was really, really lovely because I, I was downtown with Jake, and we did a lot of city shenanigans and were so busy and saw people, and it was just a lot running, running, running. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to a concert on Wednesday night. We saw Mapachi and the Alalas. It was pretty cool. Um, but I drank a little too much and was incredibly hungover, um, which was great for Thanksgiving. But to make to add insult to injury, when I was going down the stairs to get ready to leave for Thanksgiving, I fell down the stairs. Oh no! Um, so my back is destroyed <laughs> oh god anyway. <laughs> so that was my thanksgiving <laughs> i <laughs> like had some this turkey. attack on my life that's right? left me scarred <laughs> it's left me so scarred <laughs> oh yeah so i'm riding the struggle bus the ibuprofen and heating pad life right now oh man that that is a bummer indeed it's so awkward it hurts to d- sit and is that lay on down. thanksgiving day on Thanksgiving Day, I oh, was no. yeah, I was in a hurry to get out the door, and I missed the first step, but I hit quite a few of them on the way down. <laughs> was it like a comical down the stairs kind of thing? It was like being a little kid on a slide going down uh-huh. the stairs. Oh, okay. But that means that like my tailbone up through like my lower two lumbar ish are like done. <laughs> right, right. It's it's cute. 
It's really cute. Well, <laughs> I hope you're speedy recovery. Than that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that's. I did not have anything as exciting in my life, unfortunately, or fortunately. Rather. Fortunately, yeah. unfortunately, yeah, <laughs> I did not I injure myself, sadly. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> darn! I'm in perfect health. <laughs> Indeed. But yeah, good Thanksgiving. Um, I hope all our listeners who celebrated also had a good Thanksgiving as well. And yeah, let's talk about some good old Star Wars. Woo! All right, Star so. Wars. Mr. J.J. Abrams was on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and he had several juicy tidbits to talk about. Um, First of all, the film had just been completely finished the day before he arrived, so movie is locked. It's done, baby. What do you know? We have a Star War. It is there. It is ready to go to theaters. Oh, my God. Um, And like he did with Force Awakens... JJ has teased the first spoken word of the Rise of Skywalker, and it is at. It is at. At, at. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That was my first thought as well. (laughs) Literally the first line is, at, at. At, at. Everywhere. I like that um, actually Steven had a really good response to that. He like predicted Mm. what the context of at would be. Mm-hmm. And it was actually pretty good. He's like, it will be a side character explaining the general what has happened in the time between episode eight and now giving us backstory in voiceover form. Like, dang, Steven, that was like a really solid, like, prediction. It could very there well you be go, that. Yeah. yeah. Star Wars voiceover. Man, that would be interesting. <laughs> Have we had that before in the movies? No, like like voiceover over like a montage or something. Yeah, we've had no, Force Ghost over, but not. I don't think we've actually had a voiceover like that. No, I don't believe so. Um, yeah, that'd be really interesting. I feel that'd like it's such a Star Wars line to say, "At last, <laughs> <laughs> at last, blah 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 blah." At um, last, my plan to destroy the resistance is complete. <laughs> it's just a night of Ren, and he's like, "At last." I get screen time. <laughs> That's what we're all thinking, really. <laughs> um, yeah, so at, there we go. Guys, December 19th slash 20th, you're going to be hearing at. <laughs> <laughs> right after um, some crawls happen. There we go. Some sweet, sweet crawl. So, yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Um, and then there was some kind of like... I don't know what the right word is for this. It's like it's almost creepy, but it would be creepy if it wasn't involving our dear princess, um, Carrie Fisher. She had an ominous, clairvoyant prediction that they would somehow work together, her and JJ, in the acknowledgments uh, to her book, The Princess Diarist. And even though that was her last book written before her passing, JJ says, she thanks me at the very end and says special thanks to J.J. Abrams for putting up with me twice. Hmm. Mm. Because J.J. goes on to say, I had never worked with her before Force Awakens, and I wasn't supposed to direct episode nine. It was a very carry thing to write, and I or oh, to write like that and to somehow know it was really strange. Oh, Carrie. <laughs> that is hmm. so Carrie. <laughs> sure is. Um, 
Yeah, like it's it's, it's weird th- that that happened like that because, of course, we all know the scenario behind her appearance in nine, the unused footage, and it's like yeah, there's there's something there's something odd about it, but it's it's a good kind of odd. It's like class. It's he's right though. It is a very carry thing to say something so strange that turns out to be so incredibly accurate. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre, but. She's real. She's always real. She knows what's going on. Right. But yeah. Um, so there, that was uh, pretty much the bulk of JJ's time with uh, Stephen Colbert. I believe he showed the same clip that he um, did on Good Morning America. Yes. So we'll sort of jump into that. Um, first of all, in that interview, JJ in, uh, mentioned that a certain actor, who he refused to name at the time, um, actually left their episode nine script underneath the bed. <laughs> I would also like the record to show that I completely called who it would be. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I knew this one. I knew this well, sweet well, pumpkin would have done this. <laughs> would you like to reveal who it was? It was John freaking Boyega. Of course it was John Boyega. JB in the house. And I, I think leaving the script even, in the house, <laughs> leaving the script in the house unattended, not in a safe where it belongs. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, what are you doing, man? Yep. And, also, um, I love that he keeps it under his bed. Does right. he just like read it before he goes to bed, like a bedtime story? Like, what's going on? Yeah, and also I that like a mug of cocoa and his script in one hand, just all snuggled up in bed. Ah, uh, that sounds only, pretty right? legit, right? Um, it's like almost if he wasn't supposed to be reading it at bedtime. Like why didn't, why not just put it on like the table next to your bed? Why is it like tucked yeah. under the bed? It's like the little kid who's like, mom says you can only have one piece of Halloween candy a day. So he smuggles it under his bed. <laughs> JJ's like only read one scene a night. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So these things of course are highly super secretive. Um, so it kind of presents an issue when Mr. Boyega left his script under the bed and Classic. a cleaning um, staff found it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it appeared on eBay <laughs> and Disney was luckily able to find it before too much damage was done, before we knew all the secrets spilling onto the internet. Um, so yeah, you can consider that a close encounter. But come on, I, come on, John. It's your last time on the on the ship, you know. <laughs> what I gotta say <sighs> is when JJ was talking about the script getting lost, um I can never remember. I don't watch Good Morning America unless it's for Star Wars clips. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of the host he was talking to. But he was like, "Did oh, and so did Disney buy it back? And JJ did not specifically say that they bought it back. He said, oh, they were able to get it back for us. But he didn't say that they purchased it. So I want to know what exactly was that process to get the script back? Did they send their, like, mouse suits with machine guns to go grab that? Yeah, like, I don't know, Ocean's 9, Ocean's Episode 9, to, like, (laughs) go heist that thing back or... Or is did they give them some hush money, or did they just like? I feel I like Disney is definitely not a heist company. No, they're, they're more they're more knock down the door. 
The, oh, yeah. Not they'll, take any crap. They'll get you with that lawsuit money. Right. They'll um, get you money. Yeah, that's it's, it does make you wonder how they do these things because I remember like a while ago when somebody like tried to leak one of the, like the Superman or Batman or something script or maybe it was Spider-Man. I don't know. It was some it was some blank man <laughs> and uh, <laughs> fill in the blank and like someone the person who like leaked it was they were like under threat of being sued like ridiculous amount of money. I wonder what the actual laws are when it comes to things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. These yeah, are so... the questions that haunt me because <laughs> I've been planning on stealing the next Star Wars script. So right. when I do, I want to know what's facing me. True. You know, you got to be prepared. Um, it is like interesting though to think about because I wonder what happened to that person and if their family has heard from them recently. <laughs> They're in a box somewhere in like Mexico. <laughs> Until Rise of Skywalker is released, they are in captivity. It's just Pluto's guard dogging him. <laughs> Pluto's guard dog. <laughs> that sounds like a nasty kind of move. Yeah, a little bit. Guard dogging. Ew. <laughs> I don't okay. want to know what that entails. Well, um, let's let's talk about the clip that released, which was very short, very sweet, very. Star Wars fun. Um, we got a classic line. They fly now. <laughs> they fly now. They fly now. Who who knew? Um, That's such a so, Star Wars line. It really is. And just just the whole the whole situation is just very very much you know one of those action not not the like heavy lightsaber duels but like you know just the the classic action sequences of a Star Wars movie. Um, so yeah, what do you think of the clip? I thought it was really fun. I love that, you know, I I, I love my Mandalorians with jetpacks. I can dig a stormtrooper with a jetpack. I like my jet troopers, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm cool with that. Um I'm re I was really, really excited to see um those particular first order speeders because that's the one that we saw the life size replica of at Celebration, right? That's like right, right by yeah. the Star Wars show stage. Mm-hmm. And when I was looking at that thing, I had no idea it was about to like eject your ass up into the sky. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, like, <laughs> that was a really cool sort of thing because it was like, um, yeah, we saw that. I think they're, they're called like tread speeders, I believe. Yes, um, I think that's So right. we saw that one at Celebration, of course. And yeah, the even the Lego version they, they made for like Force Friday lunch, um, it does not kick up. Can you imagine how cool that would be in Lego form? I, know. I feel like you it would can like shoot pieces all over your room, but it would be really cool. Right. You can probably I haven't like inspected it, but you can probably knock a piece out and um it it'll get that sort of hinge working. Um but yeah, no, it was really cool. I think I think for me the the jet troopers might be my favorite of the the sort of new design troopers brought into this movie. Um I just think they looked really cool when they were like showing them off at D23. Yeah, they and look great. Yeah, it was really cool to see them in action. Men. Yeah. They they just look cool. And um it was uh yeah, it was a, it was a fun clip. Got to see our heroes shooting all together as well, which every time I get a shot of like everybody together, it just makes my heart melt. Yeah. Which this has caused some discussion online, so I'll see what you think. Oh dear, here we um, go. <laughs> so, 
I never good people... when you start it with like, know, right? well, there was discussion online. There was <laughs> discourse. There was discourse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I've seen people talk about how they feel like the the narrative of the trio coming back together is a false narrative because they've never actually been together. True. So it's it's kind of a weird thing where it's like we love seeing them until we realize, oh, actually the movies haven't really put them together in any way. <laughs> but like all the behind the scenes, they feel like the trio. Right. I think that's like a really interesting thing. Like for me, I was thinking about that and it was like ever since they walked out together at like 2015 celebration, like they've been the trio. Yeah. Even even if the story yeah. didn't, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I don't know why people. Some people feel like seem they sound like particularly like strong about not calling them a trio. <laughs> but, I yeah. But I, it, here's the thing, though. They they are they're a trio in my heart as well. Mm-hmm. Partially because like you know if you you've been like best friends with somebody for a really long time. Like you're, you're like, you know, your best buddy from college and then all of a sudden you meet their best friend from high school and then you're like, oh, my God, because you are such good friends with them and your personalities match so well as well. We are all friends now. It's kind mm-hmm. of like that. Like John, uh, like Finn is like the central, the center of the wheel and like Rose and Ray and Poe. Are all like the friendship spokes. That's a really shitty metaphor, but <laughs> I'm rolling with it because that's what I've done. It is the friendship wheel of the Star that's Wars. That's the, the title trilogy. of the episode. Friendship, friendship wheel. Spokes. <laughs> <laughs> friendship spokes. Nikki, you're a spoke on my friendship wheel. Oh, there we go. <laughs> but it's so true, though. It's that like um, Finn is the glue that kind of brought them all together. Right, which I which makes it fitting for me, which makes so it make sense. Is he the central, like thing of the wheel? I yeah, because <laughs> he and Ray connect, and he and Finn connect when they escape. I mean, I buy it. Yeah, and he and yeah. Rose connect lips, and you know, Ooh, yeah, true, Brr. true. Um, yeah. So, friendship wheels aside, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we like calling them the trio. Yeah, it it feels good. And you know it, it it's just going talking about trios again. Um like the only real one was the original trilogy because again like yeah. Obi-Wan, Padme and Anakin are aren't exactly a trio. Yeah, in the like, way in the way like Luke bring, Han Leia. <laughs> we're going to bring the term wheels back here. Obi-Wan right. is the third wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> they all love him, but you know, when two of them well. are stupid on the side one of person jealous. is slightly. <laughs> <laughs> He's jealous. He's holding me back. <laughs> oh, not letting let me get in that. Oh, um, God. <laughs> yep, that was Obi-Wan's plan the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Way to go, um, Anakin. But yeah, you know what? It's going to be awesome seeing them adventure together on Pisana and um, possibly beyond because we have had quite a few sort of clips uh, or you know, uh, what's it called? TV, TV spots, yes. international trailers showing a little, a little bit more. Um, can we I think talk about some... a few of the new shots from the international Let's... trailers? Cause there, there's some juicy that. ones. 
Yeah. Um, I was just, for the trio, I was just going to say, um, it looks like they all board like a first order Star Destroyer together or something. So there's more. The adventure goes off Pisana as well. Um, and but yeah, what, one, else did, what else did you like? Um, I loved that on that First Order Star Destroyer, we get to see Rey using her Jedi mind trick and you get to see Poe being like, time out. She didn't use that on us, did she? <laughs> <laughs> I loved that little gag. I thought yep. it was great. Um, I think that it just shows that y'all who are trio haters, that they're going to have some really nice moments and really great star wars comedy moments you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um because that's that was just total original trilogy star wars humor to me and uh and yeah i i did i dug that one that quite a bit it was right cute. and i don't know if we've had an episode since this came out but we've had that shot of ray jumping out of like the hangar yeah to the falcon like in orbit or whatever um crazy nonsense yeah and finn being the good buddy that he is on the ramp ready to grab her um leaving leaving old old ben to wonder what could have happened i suppose (laughs) um (laughs) but yeah no there's there've been a lot of cool shots a lot of uh weird ones in the back of the falcon yeah hanging out there (laughs) poe piloting monsters around Monsters everywhere. Monsters for days. Yep. And um, Knights of Ren making muddy footprints down a hallway. <laughs> yeah. Come on, guys. Wipe your feet before you come on. It's very rude to wear your shoes inside. Okay? Respect yeah. the wishes of your host. It's like, you know, someone worked really hard. Someone like Finn worked really hard to mop those floors. <laughs> and, yeah, it's like you're just going to do that. It, it makes me really wonder... How much of these guys we're gonna get? Because surely there's no way to like really develop them that well. No. But if they're gonna not just be you know like in one action sequence and then die, <laughs> um, <laughs> then it be it it just yeah it interests me how how this might happen. I think that their role in the rise of Skywalker is going to be making muddy footprints throughout the entire thing while sweet little Opie Pitt, who's been captured by the First Order, is following behind them with his little um, with his little floor cleaner. Because we need more Opie Pitt appearances in Star Wars. I need a... Because he's so cute clean. in Resistance. He's so cute. And he just wants everything to be clean and everybody keeps just, messing with his day. He just works so hard. He does. Love <sighs> you, buddy. Justice for OP Pit. Give him dirty floors to clean, please. <laughs> or um, once they're once he cleans them, just wait a while before you mess him up again. Yeah, let let the buffer, you know, like settle. Yeah, you know? for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um Y'all are nasty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you jerks. Um I'm trying to think what other you know, there there was a shot of Carrie holding the the lightsaber. Oh, yes, my one of these heart, ones. be still um, my heart. There's a lot of uh, Palpatine, well, not a lot, but like more Palpatine dialogue is coming yes. out, out of this. Um, did any of that strike you as particularly interesting or just kind of like generic trailer dialogue? I feel like, okay, so I feel like a lot of this is not going to make the movie. Mm-hmm. Like maybe one of these, one juicy line is going to make the movie, but I don't. 
I don't know. I feel like they're giving us so much Palpatine voiceover dialogue that that they're trying to mislead us in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like I'm not taking a lot of what he says too seriously yet. I mean, I feel like that is going to be um, Palpatine's general sentiments about what's going on. But I feel like we're going to see a lot of new Palpatine or hear a lot of new Palpatine voiceovers in the actual movie. So I don't really know how I feel about them. But I will say they set the tone spectacularly. Right. And again, like on that same point, we're dealing with J.J. Abrams here. Yes. (laughs) Like this is a guy. (laughs) Mr. Mystery Box. (laughs) And like, well, like he knows exactly what he wants to show you. Absolutely. And it's like nothing is by accident. And again, like like saying this as someone who is definitely like, I'm ready to just wait for the movie now. Um, I don't, I'm not saying, I don't feel like any of this is like spoilery because yeah, it's like, I trust JJ to know what to show us. Exactly. Like just, just a little taste. And like, even, even going back to like last Jedi, I thought Ryan did a very good job with this too, where, um, what's it called? The, the, Ray grabbing the Kylo lightsaber. Yes. I remember people saying like that was like a step too far. And like for me it wasn't. Um, I didn't think it like revealed enough of anything to like, you know, show that. Yeah. Or like give any context. So The sheer amount of surprise I had in the theater was enough uh, at what was going on was enough to say that, yep, that was enough to not give it away for me. Right. Um, so yeah, I think he's been, he's been very smart in what he wants to show the audiences and we'll see, we'll see like how much of this is relevant, how much of Palpatine is actually going to like come forth from what we've seen. Um, what if he has the first line? (laughs) What if he's like, at last I am free. (laughs) Oh my uh, God. uh, uh. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh there's a lot of stuff coming out and um I'm I'm very excited for what will come in the next 3 weeks. Yeah, I love ah! the press tour stuff. I love the fun like BuzzFeed videos of like you know, thinking back to like John and Gwendolyn like putting their hands in the mystery box and be like having to guess what it is. Like I love the fun, quirky press tour stuff, which I am so excited to see for the next, what is it? 20 days, Mm -hmm. 19 days um, from the time that we're recording this. Like that's going to be great. I don't need a single clip more. For sure. I mean, I'm, we were in before you even announced the movie, but (laughs) Oh yeah. Like, (laughs) but yeah, I've, I, I am just, satisfied and i don't think my hype could get any higher and right like it's just it's just time like let's just let's just get it yeah like just put it out now right we'll go we'll see it then you know normal people can go on the 19th and 20th Mm -hmm. some uh special special mentions for the the fun things is uh daisy ridley did a rap rapping daisy the the, uh what's it called like basically the The entire saga Recap rap. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. Check that out on uh, YouTube, I suppose. <laughs> and then 
I don't know what this was related to, but John Boyega did a very amazing video <laughs> online of him like writing a letter to Oscar Isaac. Oh god. About how they don't spend enough time together or something. <laughs> um I mean it's we very agree. Good. Yeah. It's very good. John does this amazing voice where he sounds like he's like a Jane Austen character writing a letter. Oh um, my god, yeah. So yeah. Um check all that stuff out. These are the fun times. Live them up. Um because yeah, soon the movie's going to be here and Not we're all going to be complaining time. about something. Yeah. <laughs> We're not, it's not going to be much more time to speculate on this bad boy, so might as well go crazy now, people. Just do it nicely. For sure. Just do it nicely. For sure. Um, well, let's see. Who else was making the rounds? Mr. Billy D. Williams. Oh, uh, he boy. did an interview with Esquire. Is that correct? Yes, it was an Esquire. I, um, I read some of it. I haven't been able to read the whole article, but it's... Mm-hmm. It's a really great read from what I have read. And the photos of Billy D looking dapper as hell are just, they are a special, special treat. He's just a wonderful elderly gentleman. He, he really is. He's I like, just, he's like peak elderly gentleman. Mm-hmm. He is he's a so gentleman good. and a scholar. Yes. Um, well, I think there, there was an interesting sort of, uh, part that came out of the interview is how he sort of views himself and um he spoke about saying uh how he sometimes says um himself and herself because he also sees himself as feminine as well as masculine he's a very soft person i'm not afraid to show that side of myself is what billy said so it's just like a, a cool insight into his life and how he views himself and gender fluidity and how that's like totally cool it is so cool and yeah i i love that i love that i mean we're slowly because there's some corners of society that aren't quite ready for this slowly able to just accept ourselves the way we are and Mm -hmm. that not one human is a ball of testosterone you also have some estrogen in you as well like what <laughs> we, I know, right? You, it's cool to be masculine and feminine. That's pretty rad. Did you know that you don't have to pretend you're a tough guy all the time? That's pretty cool. Um, but it's <laughs> someone's also eating, really... someone's eating a lot of soy. Oh my god, soy girl over here. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just it makes me so happy that that Billy D is so comfortable in his own skin and happy to share this with the world that is not always forgiving because there's a lot of people out there who who are gender fluid and feel the same as Billy D and it's always nice to see yourself in somebody that prominent and that goddamn cool. Yeah. Like as far as like gender fluid idols go, Billy D is really damn cool. <laughs> right. You can't do much better. <laughs> It's oh, it's a cool yeah. thing as well because I feel like it's something you don't expect from like the older age range. Yeah, not as much know, to be as you know as open about this. Um, I guess he did probably grow up in a pretty hippie time. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, it's something you just don't really expect people to talk about. I guess and and yeah, it is it is good that uh, he's able to do that and and become a an icon. For the for the gender fluid community, um, so yeah, that was it's just a, an interesting tidbit about himself. And then 
Um, he also has another quote uh, when, or when the when the di- or the interviewer um, pointed out that Donald Glover had talked about gender fluidity when playing young Lando. Billy Dee's Williams, his his face lit up, and he said, "Really, that kid is brilliant. Just look at those videos." <laughs> he says, referencing Glover's "This Is America," famous uh, childish Gambino song. I love him so much. That's such like a cute grandpa response. I and think they 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 like really sort of bonded. I think in I those think, like Lando meetings. I think those two gentlemen really. I think understand each other creatively. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as much as you can with like someone who who's in like that different of a of a media. But I feel like I feel like they are two halves to the same Lando performance wise and right. like human being wise. I think that they're well well matched, and it makes me so happy that um to, that we got to find out about the moment he learned of Lando's Lando's gender fluidity. Um, mm-hmm. He's just like, and and it's cool because that also goes to show how Billy D's performance, being his cool ass self, reflected who he is as a person. He really put himself into his performance, and someone picked up on that. You know, yeah, that's that's what's like fascinating because it's like sometimes you don't know where the actor, like when when they're just sort of like. Was Billy D, you know, in a in a different time, you could be like, is Billy D just playing up the Lando bit? Like, is he really that cool, or is it just Lando? <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Um, and it's like, yes, he actually is. He, he actually he, is. like he he put himself <laughs> into that, um, and it, it's 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 why it's such a natural performance too, because you know Lando hasn't. I don't I don't know what the official screen time of Lando is in Star Wars. But, you know, he's not he's a he's a B level character in the sense of, you know, he's not the main core. Right. Or maybe he is, I don't know. Um but he's you know, he's a he's on he's doing the sort of peripheral work as opposed to, you know, fighting Darth Vader or whatever. Exactly. Um but yeah, so but in all that time or however little time he is so memorable and everybody knows him. Everybody knows Billy D and yeah, it's, it's just cool. that something so natural is what is, is what stuck, you know? Right. And he's been saying for years in interviews that he is Lando, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and this is just another instance of him proven that he's not full of it, that he is. <laughs> Well, you could also tell at a celebration his very passionate defense of Lando did nothing wrong. <laughs> I love him so much. Yep. Yes. He's like, just a reminder, I'm innocent, guys. Like, nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. <laughs> yeah, so way to go, Billy D. Living your best life, even at the, the age of 80-something. Um, also, he's still, still looking great, still kicking my ass. Weights. Yeah, dressing like the most handsome man on the planet and being confident and loving yourself and yeah, I think that's what that's one of the things. Like in that interview, seeing those pictures, um, he just looks so happy. He does, and 
You know, he's like, he's got some, he's got like style, but it's also like age appropriate style, but it's like, it just looks so good. So his stylist is killing it. He's and he if he's his own stylist, probably. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. (laughs) But he he just like in every photo too, you can see this like glimmer behind his eyes of he's just having the time of his life doing this. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just I'm just so happy for him. That's just such a weird thing to say about an actor I've never no for sure. But I'm just so happy that he's you know just loving the limelight again and he's you know he's right and like people can debate you know to what degree lando should have been in the entire sequel trilogy certainly but i'm very glad he's here for this one he made it yeah taking part in the great final battle of the star wars saga so yeah it's uh everything is lando (laughs) <laughs> Everything's coming up Lando, baby. Yep. Um, you know, I'm trying to think what else we might be able to cover today. Um, I know for sure that both you and I have finished Resistance Reborn. Oh, yeah, buddy. Um, I think we're going to do a, a nice little episode just on itself um, to talk about that. But did you have any like specific things you needed to get off your chest in this moment? Just a little teaser of what we might talk about? Um, wow. So I guess to, to tease that episode, that book, um, that book was like, it hit the spot for me. That was like soul food. Mama's cooking. (laughs) Like it hit me in all the right emotional places. It had all the cameos that, uh, I had cameos that I didn't expect. It had cameos that I was kind of expecting and Uh it just really... You know, it 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 just slapped on all the, <laughs> on all really the right did. emotional levels. It was just, I think that I feel <sighs> it's not. I wouldn't. It's it's hard to say that anything is really essential reading leading up to um, a movie because those things need to be separate. You don't have to read all of the books to understand the movies. But I think that this one, much like. Um, Rogue One's Catalyst novel. I feel like the the they these two especially they really added to will add to the experience of viewing the movie. So I right. was I was very pleased and love watching, you know, finding out exactly what's happening post for sure. Post uh Last Jedi. Yeah, I think um same thing, like the way the way a lot of the press for it has been is like required reading, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, nobody should have to do that. I think yeah, this this is will only deepen what we sort of understand about Rise of Skywalker, and yeah, I think it was, I think it's probably the book I've read, the Star Wars book I've read the fastest. I think I read it in three sessions, basically. Um, Speed reading. Yeah, it was it was just fire, you know, just you just can't put it's a real it out. page turner because you're like, oh, who's gonna show up next? Who's gonna show up next? <laughs> Is there my was favorite like several character moments. going to die? <laughs> <laughs> no, there were several moments where I made like the most pitiful, sad, whimpery noise when I realized which characters were coming back, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh my god, they're here! <laughs> like it yep. was so so pathetic, but it kept doing it to me. It was just oh. Yeah, there was there was one I didn't know about ahead of time because Del Rey got in like 
this mode of like teasing a whole bunch of them, which I didn't need. But no. um, they did. They left some, and there was one that is a very random character. But I literally like fist pumped into the air reading it, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes!" <laughs> um, so yep, in that buddy. episode, uh, in the Senate Library episode, we're gonna do. I'm sure we'll go into detail on all that. We'll probably rank our. We're talking about ranking our favorite uh, little cameos within the the story. So definitely look out for that. Uh, Resistance Reborn was awesome. Definitely check it out if you have not yet. Um, and then, yeah, Mando's kicking along. I think we're going to save those Mando talk for three blurgs and a bounty, of course. Yes, and we have a special guest who will be announced at a later date. So <laughs> it'll be fun to have a friend. <laughs> Yay. Indeed. And, yeah, I think, was there any other sort of general Star Wars news that you want to bring up? I've I mean, done. other than that. I'm blanking out. Other than that baby Yoda merch hitting the stores, go snatch it up. Also, if you open Etsy and search Star Wars, the first like nine things you'll see will be baby Yoda. (laughs) It's taken Uh, over the world, baby. (laughs) We live in blessed times. Yes, we do. We really do. Um, So I guess we'll, we'll do what we normally do and end our episode with what made us moist in Star Wars. Um, So Claire, why don't you go ahead? Tell the fine people what made you moist in Star Wars over the past week or so. I would love to. And it's it's pretty simple. You know, I hope that a lot of people shared a similar experience with me. If you are from the United States over this holiday week. And um, what was nice is that I had family members and coworkers who don't give a shit about Star Wars. Um watching The Mandalorian. I had so mm-hmm. many people in my life watching The Mandalorian that didn't have like never talked to me about Star Wars. And so at Thanksgiving, I had and at work, I had so many people being like, "Claire, I've only watched the original trilogy once when I was a kid, but this is awesome." And I'm just, yeah. it just that was my week is people coming up to me and wanting to talk to me about Star Wars, which always fills my heart with joy. When it's a positive thing, <laughs> you know? Right. Oh, and God, it was yeah. just so overwhelmingly positive and filled my heart with the warm snugglies. For sure. I think um, I'm in sort of a similar place with one of my friends where we don't really get to talk about like deep Star Wars stuff. Like he'll go see the movie once when it's out kind of thing and he'll enjoy it. Um, and he might have some questions. And be like, so I was out about it. And I'll be like, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, but now, yeah, I'm in this place where, you know, and credit to Disney Plus, because they're making this happen, um, where he's like, oh, yeah, caught up on Mando. Pretty cool. I'm thinking about starting Rebels. Yeah. I'm like, yay. Do it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I actually gave him a, a little list of. Clone Wars episodes to watch before Rebels. Cool. Is some, even some, some of the Mandalore? Uh, yeah, you know, just things that introduce different characters like uh, Champs and Dula and oh, yes. Mandalore, of course. Um, a little bit of Maul thrown in there. Oh, you've got to. Of course. And yeah, I think uh, that was probably it. Just just sort of things that are like only lead through to, um, to Rebels storylines. Um, Ahsoka, of course. And yeah, so it, that's that's a cool thing about 
um, what Disney Plus is is allowing people to do, allowing people to like make Star Wars the sort of I, this might be an outdated phrase, <laughs> the water cooler talk. Yeah. Again, <laughs> where it's sort of like the week to week, and like again, credit to doing the weekly episodes because. Yes. As hard as it is to like stop an episode and not be able to watch the next one, <laughs> it's so much better. It is. Like you you get to dissect it, you get to like discuss it, watch it multiple times, and and then it, it becomes this event where you're like, Oh, did you watch a new episode? As opposed to Stranger Things, which is always great, but like my relationship with it is I watch it and then I forget about it. Yes, I forget half of what happened because yeah. I don't have time to process what I just watched. Yeah, it's like, oh, I finished last episode. Oh, that was great. Can't wait for the new one. And then a week later, I've forgotten about it. And then a week before the new one comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to watch this again. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, it's it's cooler to sustain it like Especially, uh, Mandalorian. And, uh, and it's also a cool little tidbit. Mandalorian has dethroned Stranger Things as the most streamed television show. Star Wars is dead. Star Wars is dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. There we go. Disney Plus. Killing it, go. guys. Killing it. Um, let's see. My my moistitude for the week came from getting to go to see a Knives Out screening. Yes. And Ryan Johnson showing up. <sighs> Sweet, beautiful bastard. And he's like... And it was just like a little bit of a, he just like came in to say hi before the movie started. But I was in the, I sat in the front row because I knew he was coming. Yeah. <laughs> and, As you do. and I, I got to shake his hand oh. and say, what's up, Ryan? <laughs> yes, so Ryan. that was fun. That was fun. That's my moistitude. I love that man. I love what he does. Um, and I can't wait until he's back in Star Wars land. Me too. And I will be seeing Knives Out this evening. So I look forward oh, to yes. discussing that with you. <laughs> oh my God. I So like I saw it the first time and I was like, I'm sad now because I'll never be able to watch that again for the first time. That's the thing <laughs> about those like mystery books and yeah. movies and stuff is you know who done it. <laughs> right. But I will say the second time was just as enjoyable. Good. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm very excited for what that movie can do. Um, Come award season, um, But yeah, I think I think that just about covers most of the Star Wars stuff we wanted to talk about this week. As we mentioned, Resistance Reborn coming, Senate Library, uh, three blurgs and a bounty later this week. Um, if you're patron, patron, you can expect some film commentaries still coming out. Um, but yeah, in in conclusion, I suppose. We'll give you guys all the great places to find us. Basically, imperialsenatepodcast.com. That's where you can catch up with um, all of us. You can find out all our social media spots. You can check out the members of the team. We got uh, Ben and Emma, our editor and videographer, (laughs) I suppose. I don't know what the right word is for. Our editor and editor. (laughs) Audio editor and video editor. (laughs) There we go. Both of them fabulous, excellent Anything, pro- any video of quality that goes out is Emma. I just want you all to yeah. know that ahead of time. So basically, <laughs> she's done it, not us. Right. <laughs> she's yeah. Amazing. Like we, we show up, we do something, and the only reason it comes out to you guys in any form 
that is acceptable. <laughs> right. Uh, is because of Ben and Emma. So they're amazing. Show them some love. Um, if you'd like to send any questions or voicemails to us, you can email us at Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com. We'll, of course, answer them on our next episode. And if we don't, yell at us on Twitter so we know to do it the following time. <laughs> um, if you'd like to help support the show, you can do so by picking up some sweet, sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate Podcast or by becoming a patron on our Patreon page. Um, like I said, got some cool stuff coming up there. Commentaries, I think we're going to... We're in. This, we're constantly trying to evolve our Patreon content, so more stuff. That's that's what it's about. <laughs> um, and if you haven't had enough of us, you can of course follow us on Twitter at ImpSenatePod or on Facebook by searching the Imperial Senate Podcast. And I think we are also on Instagram, even though the username escapes me now. At Imperial Senate Pod. At Imperial Senate Pod. There we go. Um, but yeah, that's that just about does it for today. So from Clara and I and Charlie, of course, who's in absentia. Send him <laughs> healing thoughts and herbal tea and chicken soup. All of the above. Um, we thank you, of course, for joining us today. And remember, the force will be with you. Always full of fantasy and fever dreams. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnants of the old republic have been swept away.